0: York County is so much more than just a stop for gas on i 17 County is filled with unique individuals with unique stories just waiting to be told. Welcome to the 17 County Podcast with your host,
1: Emily Perry. This is 17 County Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and listen. This helps our podcast grow and we thank you for your continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our York County Development Corporation members, Agroproducts, Cornerstone Bank, Nebraska Public Power District, and Central Valley Ag. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to focus on the growth and development of York County here at the YCDC. So thank you. Let's get to the podcast. Okay, so today we have Eric Montgomery as our guest. Um, He is a financial advisor in York County. Having worked in multiple different industries, Eric brings a wealth of knowledge to the community and is the acting board chair for the YCDC for the second time in a row this year. Um, He has a passion for swimming and spends time coaching kids in a local swim club. So thank you so much for joining me today.
0: Thanks.
1: So, we will just jump right into it. So, just to ease into the podcast feeling, tell me one interesting fact about yourself.
0: Let's see. That's a hard one. I know. Uh, I've uh, lived in 12 different countries.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh,
0: Not for long in some of them, but yeah.
1: Wow. What led to the
0: moves? Uh, Mostly the Marines, of course. Okay. I joined right before 9-11 happened. Oh, wow. I lived in uh, the desert a lot and wow. in a few other countries along the way while we were getting there, coming back. Wow. Lived on a boat, too, for about three months. So
1: That would be interesting <laughs> and experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, we'll get back to that, but kind of going back to the beginning, where are you originally from?
0: Well, originally, uh, Illinois. Oh, wow. Uh, for my first six, seven years. Uh farm family out okay. uh, south of DeKalb, actually. So most people in this area will know DeKalb Seed Corn Company.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, okay. My uh, dad was farming with his family and decided to branch out on his own. Uh, so we moved here uh, where my, my mother was from, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and bought a pig farm. Wow, okay. modeled it in the mid-80s, and uh, it was... Off to the races after that. Lots of lots of pigs in my life. And, uh, <laughs> fun, yeah. yeah. So so that was in Bennett, Nebraska, just south okay. of Lincoln. So okay, uh, a lot of fun.
1: So you grew up on a farm raising pigs. Left sure. for college, or what was the plan after that? Yeah,
0: I let, left for college first. Uh, mm-hmm. Worked for the Voice News and Hickman at, at a newspaper. And Interesting. time yeah. And then uh, uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Felt like I was wasting uh, my time mm-hmm. uh, and my parents' money right? at, at college. <laughs> so I, I saw the commercial for the Marines and said, that looks really challenging, so...
1: Uh, yeah.
0: that's how they hooked me <laughs> yeah
1: man so wow so that's a big jump what was that like deciding to go into the marines and just the boot camp and you know all the training that goes with that
0: oh it was scared my mom oh i'm sure she didn't want me to go <laughs> uh, but it, it really wasn't uh at that point in my life, I was young, mm-hmm. so much energy, I just wanted a, a challenge, so uh, I was really excited about it. I was a little bit older than most of the kids going into mm-hmm. boot camps, so uh, transitioned into leading a lot of kids, basically, I felt like when I was in the Marines, and that continued uh, throughout, um, ended up working on radar systems was my Interesting. job field. So. Wow. Uh, after the Marines, I transitioned into uh, undergraduate again, mm-hmm. uh, worked on radars. So naturally, I was like, I want to do engineering. So started to s- said, let's do electrical engineering uh, since I'm mm-hmm. interested in it and uh, they waived all kinds of classes, too, because all the experience oh, yeah. I had, which I found out later, they probably shouldn't have. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> some of my classes were a lot harder for me than some of the <laughs> other guys because mm-hmm. I didn't have the background for, for some of them. But, um, wow.
1: Wow. And, I mean, even today, electrical engineering is needed. I mean, it's a really big industry,
0: isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's so many specialized areas. You, I mean, electrical engineering is kind of like a – you know, a metalworking trade or something that would have been 60, 70 years ago. Engineers are, we need more of them uh, yeah. and we need more that can communicate well. So yeah. that was always the the challenge with engineers, engineers, whatever you want to call us. So,
1: <laughs> Okay, so you went through your undergrad, I'm assuming got your degree. Yep,
0: got my degree. Then the stock market crashed in oh, no. 2008. Everybody course, remembers yeah. that, especially <laughs> in my current career as a financial advisor. I get to talk a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so zero job openings for um, anyone, uh, basically, what? at that point. Um, so I had a professor that I'd been working with as an undergrad. He offered for me to stay, do a PhD underneath him. Wow! Uh, I quickly found out that I got into engineering because I don't really love writing anyway, okay. so uh, I like math and, mm-hmm. and numbers more than I like writing, but uh, I f- figured out I was going to write grants, basically, oh, wow. for the rest of my life to, to beg for money <laughs> from the government to do research. Yep. It wasn't really what I wanted to do, so I, I stepped back from the PhD program, got a master's degree mm-hmm. since I was already in the program uh graduated so i graduated with a master's in electrical engineering and material science so uh, lots of research into microchips and stuff like that and computers so
1: so how did that translate over to financial advising that seems like a very different field
0: well i I had another thing before that okay after i graduated uh, with my master's i went to mpbe and worked for the cooper nuclear station uh, down there as an electrical engineer. Wow. And then I got really bored sitting behind the desk. I'm not a desk dweller for the most part. Um, I try not to be. Mm-hmm. So they talked me into doing operations, mm-hmm. which is the guys like Homer Simpson in the <laughs> control room, Good. running running the, uh, all the controls, studying, memorizing the whole plant. Yeah. Um, but then life threw us another curveball we decided to adopt three kids through foster care because we've been fostering you know the the Lord really is the one that directed me mm-hmm. away from engineering and into a new career path. I didn't even have a job. I quit my job at NPD because uh, I was working nights and days, flip flopping back and forth, and it just didn't
1: oh, wow. didn't
0: work real well. I didn't yeah. didn't uh, feel like I adopted three kids to yeah. ever see them. So yeah, uh, three more kids. We have four. So
1: man, <laughs> yeah. busy. Yes,
0: extremely busy. Very busy. <laughs> um. So that then, that's when my dad, who is also a financial advisor, uh, after he quit pig farming, mm-hmm. um, he's like, "You should really look at that. I think you'd be good at it." So, and the which, rest is history. Yeah, I transitioned <laughs> into studying for all the tests for that after I got hired, and yeah, it they train you very well where I work, so it yeah. was not a not an issue on whether or not can do it. It's just whether or not you, you want to do the work. So
1: Interesting. Okay. So I'm jumping around all over because I have a million questions. But so working at a nuclear plant, yeah. it's probably not like the movies, I would assume, where everything's blowing up and everyone's running around. What was yeah. that like?
0: It was amazing. It, it was, you got to see stuff that the average person will never see. I mean, yeah. Pumps the size of this room, you know, wow. uh, the pipes as big as this room. Uh, you learn a lot of, if, if you're a nerd like me and you want to learn a lot about how things work, they, mm-hmm. they train you constantly. Um, I, I'm a big advocate now after working there, of hopefully one day Nebraska can have some more nuclear power actually in the state because it's, mm-hmm very green very safe and produces a lot of power with a tiny little pellet so yeah
1: Yeah. i think there's a lot of misconceptions out there because of those movies that are like worst case scenario this is always what's going to happen which hmm, not not necessarily the case
0: no it's very very rare Uh, right and and we haven't ever really seen anything like that in america like what's happened in russia or japan things like that Mm but it it there's always risks in any right. anything that we do.
1: So. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> one thing that I do not know anything about. So, um, so you are a financial advisor now. Um, you have a family that is pretty involved, pretty active. Yeah. And you yourself are pretty involved, pretty active. How did you choose, or I guess backwards, um, why did you choose to stay in York and choose York to do all of this? I mean, grow your career and your family.
0: Well, we had uh, a couple opportunities with my current position. And so I visited a few different communities. And this was the one that really stuck out in my head, Uh, mainly the people. I mean, the, the day we arrived here, we felt like, wow, there's... We already know people here. Yeah, they were very friendly. Uh, you don't always see that uh, in Nebraska, even even though we've got the Nebraska nice, right. you know, that everybody talks <laughs> about. But uh, you know, we really felt like people got deeper quicker too here. Like they weren't beating around the bush, having yeah. as much small talk. Yeah. So Yeah. We, we felt instantly connected to the community, basically, um, and met a lot of people that. You know, with Epworth Village, I think it must Mm -hmm. have educated the community on adoption, foster care, all that stuff. So uh, very big into being an advocate for that, to serve on multiple boards and and other things uh, to help with that. uh, Always trying to get more CASA uh, volunteers or CASA volunteers for for them to uh, when I have retirees that wonder what they should do I said, well there's a few opportunities in town <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and it's a great opportunity too I yeah. mean and Elizabeth Hayne is the director here in town and mm-hmm. she's Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, absolutely amazing to work with. Um, I'm not a volunteer, but I know her personally, so. Not yet, um, right. Hopefully right. Wants <laughs> to get older. Yeah, yeah. Give me a little bit of time. <laughs> you get rid of
0: some of those kids. After yeah. College.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's scary to think about. But ooh, how old are all of your kids? Uh,
0: sixteen. Well, they all turn odd this year, so it'll be they're sixteen, 12, 10, and eight. <laughs> And then they'll they'll all jump up a year, uh, starting in April <laughs> here, our youngest. So
1: what a range! Yeah, that's fun. You know. So I know that you have kids, and you yourself are involved in swim team. Mm-hmm. So what is that like? How would so if a family came into town? How would they get involved?
0: Uh, well, of course, our youth involvement fair I think is coming up here in April. Uh, so that's a great spot to. almost all the organizations that you can get involved in for kids even some adult stuff uh, is there so uh, that's always a great spot to sign up otherwise they can reach out to us on facebook Uh, they can email or call me too Mm -hmm. Um, if you search facebook that's usually the easiest to to get a hold of one of us Uh, just send us a message since we got everything posted on there for for getting Mm -hmm. a hold of us so
1: Absolutely. And I mean, I personally can speak to it because I did swim team for about 10 Mm -hmm. years until I aged out. And then I took a break and like kind of sort of helped very on a very, very, very part time basis. But um, it's a great program and it's very welcoming and kids of any ability are welcome.
0: Um, That's always our goal. It's mm -hmm. like I was a competitive swimmer through high school, most of high school, Mm -hmm. and I get kind of burnt out on it. But Nowadays, it's like you just want them. Hey, if a twelve-year-old kid gets pushed off a boat in mm-hmm. the middle of the, the lake, I want them to have the confidence to be able to swim to the to the shore. Like, Absolutely. Oh, wait a minute, I can swim. I don't have to freak out, mm-hmm. right? So that's really we want to have fun, build mm-hmm. confidence, and the competition comes. Uh, as the kids are are doing it. It's always, yeah. didn't have peer pressure, but.
1: Yeah, well, and swimming is the one thing that you can do your entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really age yeah. out.
0: Low impact on mm-hmm. your body. Yeah, it's a yep. great, great thing. So, yep. yeah, it's been nice having the community center back open after yeah. all the work they did. So
1: Yeah, that's another thing we could talk about is the community has been, um, expanding and growing and fixing up some of their older buildings and just really working on their um, vitality and Mm -hmm. connecting with their community members and, you know, all of the fun stuff that you think about when you want to choose a community that is healthy. Mm -hmm. And you've been involved in a lot of that because you're lucky enough to be our chair for a second time and just involved.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first year that I was here after I met Lisa, I knew I I want my kids to be able to come back to York Mm -hmm. if they go to college, come back. I want opportunities for them. And the only way we're going to make that happen, you know, most towns our size are shrinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if we don't really push the envelope and try to get new business help our current businesses continue to grow, expand, and help the community be somewhere that our kids want to come back to Yeah, uh, that they won't. So -hmm. that's really been my passion as being part of YCDC on top of all the other community involvement stuff that we do. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And we have some really great partners too with the city and the county Mm -hmm. and um, the multiple businesses here in town. I mean, I feel like everybody has that buy-in and they want a really healthy community and they want to see people thrive and come back. And Mm -hmm. um, it's really neat to look at because a lot of communities, like you said, they don't have that support. They
0: do their job and they go home
1: and not here. uh,
0: In our community, I feel like has got, hey, yeah, we'll we'll debate what options we want to do, but no one's against growth. Mm. uh right and, and that you'll see that sometimes in, in communities where people just don't want to change yeah uh, and I think everybody around here really knows hey we, we do have to change uh and we'll debate how that growth is going to look and change mm. but uh, in the end we we're going to have to if we want to continue to grow our community and our mm. our base uh for our our Economic development, of yeah. course, uh, yeah. housing—all those things that we always talk about uh, yeah. as a YCDC uh, member yeah. is is <clears throat> huge. There's never a one-pronged approach for, for right. anything in right. what we're doing. So,
1: yeah, and it, I, I mean, I'm biased, but I think the YCDC is doing a really, really good job of. Um, not just addressing one issue. We talk about housing, we talk, talk about care and talent and, um, how to expand our businesses. And, you know, I mean, there's just so many different things that we're trying to touch on because everybody that's involved, like you said, they want to see that growth. They mm-hmm. want to make sure that it's, it remains what we know it as, as this healthy and vibrant community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, um, this one is for you. So this is a little bit of a time to uh, brag about yourself. Do you have anything exciting going on? Uh, it can be personal, work-related, whatever, anything that you just really want to talk up?
0: Oh, well, I mean, our, uh, our business is growing. Uh, we bought a building, uh, downtown to awesome. renovate. So still, trying to work out how that happens. As everybody knows nowadays, it's not easy (laughs) to do any type of construction. Um, uh, yeah, other than that, my, my oldest is one year out from graduation. So that's going to be huge. Um, I'm very proud of of all my kids and what they're doing. Um, other than that, I'm just excited to, to be alive, continue to grow, uh, in, in my spiritual growth, too. I mean, that's always a, a great thing for me. Um, gives me a good base uh, for where I'm where I'm going. Um, gives me a good direction. And, yeah. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I, I, didn't have, I didn't know about this question.
1: So, I know. I know. Uh, I'm throwing things at you. Uh, exciting. Exciting. I mean, a new building
0: is yeah, I mean, a big a, a, deal. Yeah, a new, so. Big deal. Uh, just to be more excited when I get some plans <sighs> together to actually right. make it happen. So
1: absolutely, yeah. and
0: construction right now yeah. is just swim crazy. Team, swim teams around the corner. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Some nice uh, weather in May. We'll start hopefully going to the community center with the kids that want to start getting in shape before. Before the big pool opens, uh, so they're yeah. not not quite as out of shape yeah. <laughs> in the winter. So
1: maybe I need to come there too. Yeah, yeah.
0: They all think they're in shape, even if they're playing basketball or something. But then they get in the water and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, swimming it's is different."
1: A, yeah, it's a different <laughs> yeah. animal. I remember the first couple um practices when I was in that older group that they push mm-hmm. you pretty hard, yep. and. If you were walking away and not feeling like you were gonna get sick, then you were doing something wrong. Because well, yeah. <laughs> even if you didn't push that hard, it's just mm-hmm. getting used to using those muscles and stuff can be yeah. challenging.
0: Yeah. So, any other questions?
1: Yeah. To... So. We'll
0: make Don Freeman the second. I'm president and CEO of Agri-Products in York, Nebraska. We are a manufacturer of quality equipment, uh, grain handling, food storage, food service. If you ever want to get a hold of us, you can get on our website or you can contact us at 402-362-5500. Thank you.
1: Now we're going to move on to a new segment called Hot Potato. So this is just going to be really quick. First thing that pops into your mind, if you need to think about it a little bit, that's okay, because I would too. Mm -hmm. Um, But who would you say is your biggest role model right now?
0: Biggest role model? I mean, in life, God.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's that's really who I try to model Um, in, in in my business, uh, I've got a couple of coaches, uh, uh, one in Crete, uh, and a couple in Lincoln that, that I talk to very regularly. Uh, in, our, in our business, it's, it's a hard one right now to, yeah. to help people. So right. uh, it's knowing people that have been doing this for 50 years instead of uh, seven or eight like I have, right. it really helps to ground you and remind you that things will get better.
1: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> this people isn't
0: a pure permanent thing. I have a hard time to see the the, the goodness mm-hmm. that's, that's out, out there through all the, the hard times that we're, we're facing right now. So, yeah,
1: right, absolutely. Um, favorite part of your job, the people. Yeah, absolutely. I understand. Oh, yeah, yep. um, favorite way to wind down, hmm. relax at the end of the day,
0: construction.
1: Really? I
0: don't. I don't know why the Interesting. Enge- engineering part of my brain. I build portfolios all day long, but I need to build something mm-hmm. with my hands. So I like to do stuff, do projects at the house. Okay. Uh, my wife decided to buy chickens. Elizabeth. Interesting. Said, so. That's our new project, so I gotta make sure the coop is built here this spring uh, when they get bigger. So
1: that's fun. Yeah,
0: so wow. we love we love gardening in the summer mm-hmm. too. That's always a lot of fun. Um,
1: yeah. Um, best place you've ever traveled to? Ooh, it's a hard one. <laughs> I know um, it's hard. It's hard. I don't know if I could even answer some of these. So well,
0: it's either. Sweden, or um, uh, <laughs> um, the Alps were amazing. Ooh, when I got to go there, cool. Interlocking area was, I mean, it was like the sound of music, you know, <sighs> it, it I mean, it was like the movie. It was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, wow. It was really neat. Um, I've been so many places, with the military <laughs> too, on top of traveling that, yeah, I mean, it even in Iraq and Iran, all those mm-hmm. places, there's some really amazing places to see. Even though it's very deserty, but mm-hmm. I'd say Interlaken, uh, Switzerland, yeah, probably
1: maybe the, a, the coolest place, the list destination. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: We just went to Oregon this year too, and that was.
1: I've that heard that cool Oregon's too. gorgeous so. too. Yeah, a little bit rainy, but
0: <laughs> Well, not much when we were there. In well, that's the summer. good. Yeah, we got yeah. lucky. Yeah, not as much so.
1: All right. So just to kind of close it out, do you have anything that you would say makes it easy to promote living in New York County or how would you pitch it to someone that was thinking about moving here or maybe somewhere in, I don't know, Texas or something?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a small enough community that, you know, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy to have a great and close group of friends, uh, but it's big enough that hey we have everything that you would want maybe not or everything you would need maybe mm-hmm. not everything you want right <laughs> uh, but right. the stuff that you want right. is close enough uh, between lincoln and grand Islands. so yeah uh, between that and our great school systems the great support systems i mean there, there's just not really much that i could say we don't have here that i would need uh, yeah. so it's a great place to to raise a family uh, and retire. I know a lot of people yeah. that just decide to retire in York because it's a great community, yeah. So,
1: absolutely, and I would second all of that.
0: Yeah. So, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I love York, so yeah. Can't. <laughs> Not planning on moving <laughs> well, ever <laughs> good, <laughs> that makes me happy. Yeah.
1: But, all right, well, thank you, Eric, so much for joining me today. Um, I really Loved learning about your history and your work experience. You have a lot of um, interesting stories, interesting experiences.
0: Yeah, I, I told you about a tenth of them. So. Oh man,
1: so maybe another podcast yeah. is coming down the road. Yeah,
0: another one down the road. We just awesome.
1: All right, well, thank you so much. You
0: bet. Thanks, everyone.
1: In closing, we would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change. We would like to thank York State Bank, Henderson State Bank, York General, Mead Lumber Company Incorporated, and York News Times. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Catch you next time.